me and Brad dedicate this tape just for you to listen to on your way, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. It's a good thing to listen to to cheer you up or to uh, put you down or whatever. You're listening to Brad's Cactus Shack, episode 14. It's currently January of 2019, and I've been in Illinois for the past couple of weeks, and I might be here for another couple of more weeks, just hanging out with some old family. I'm staying in the attic, which used to be my room for maybe half of my childhood. I moved around a bunch. I built myself a room in the basement during my last year of living here so I could sneak out at night easier because, you know, the attic's two floors up and it's hard to get out the windows at night. I've tried. I had a big old rope tied to the leg of a chair. It didn't work out well. This is the room that I was staying in in 1995 when the Dino cordless phone guy stuff happened. I was sitting in more or less the same place that I am right now when we were making all of those calls to him. And across the room is where I had a desk set up for the TRS-80 color computer that I used to use to bother Domino's Pizza and those kids at the 7-Eleven and just random people out of the phone book. I'd say a pretty large percent of my being a pain in the ass was done from this room. My brother and I, we moved up here when we were still in grade school from a tiny bedroom downstairs. And there was a desk phone up here, one of those old 1960s looking Western Electrics. And it couldn't be unplugged. It was hardwired into the wall. There was no phone jack to unplug or anything. I put my own phone jack up here when I was a teenager because I wanted to be able to plug new phones in. I actually remember my mom yelling at me once about playing on the phone and saying she was going to take the phone out of the attic. And I pointed out to her, it's hardwired into the wall. There's no way to unplug it. And she told me she was going to bring scissors up and just cut the cord. And I actually remember being kind of horrified at that because I assumed that there was high voltage in phone lines like in electrical things. And it looks like the phone jack is completely gone now. There's remnants of it. There's a little wire sticking out of the wall. I don't know why it would have disappeared. It probably just got bumped into by some furniture and fell off the wall. Not that it matters. There's not a home phone in this house anymore. But this is where we started making prank calls. My brother introduced me to the idea of making a prank call. We did a bunch of them from up here. We called people out of the phone book. One of us outgrew it. The other one of us did not. This whole place looks pretty much exactly the same as it always has. It's had the same brown office carpet in it forever. Nothing's been updated. It's just now it's filled with junk. And there's all these nightmare-inducing porcelain dolls sitting up on dressers that my mom used to collect. They're everywhere. There's closets filled with them. So basically, it's just storage up here. And whenever I visit, this is where I stay. And the reason I'm mentioning all this stuff is because it sort of relates to what we're about to listen to. I've been going through a closet today that's up here, trying to find something for someone else. And inside this closet is a guitar amplifier. It's a Gibson Les Paul. Really, really old. It's brown, and I think it's from the 1950s, probably. I'm very familiar with this amplifier. I used it a bunch when I was a kid and a teenager. It was the loudest thing I had. In fact, there used to be a grade school across the street, down the block, And my friend Mike and I would hang out up here after school in junior high and high school. And I remember a few times we held up the amplifier to the window facing outside and just started screaming horrible things at kids until we noticed a police car over at the grade school and the principal pointing up at my window. The police never visited that day, but mostly I used it for music and I hooked up various computers and other devices to it to make them super loud. I remember hooking up a few musical greeting cards to it just to see what those would sound like amplified. And the amplifier itself seems to be out of commission. 
It's a tube amplifier. When I turn it on and I look underneath, like where all the tubes are, there's this one that just does this really scary flashing of purple light. It looks really awesome, but I'm afraid to keep turning it on because I don't want this thing to explode like a bomb. But the important thing here is this other amplifier thing. Not an amplifier exactly. It's called an Echoplex, which is a gray, boxy looking device. It's maybe one third the height of the amplifier. It's a huge device that works pretty much just like a foot pedal for a guitar does to make the guitar reverb or echo or whatever you need to do with your guitar. And this thing is something that's been around for as long as I can remember. My dad has always played the guitar, and this is something he used to use often, mostly when I was very young. And I think he upgraded to foot pedals at some point, so this thing just kind of ended up somewhere where I got a hold of it and had all kinds of fun with it because it was the only thing I had back then that would make my voice echo. So I was wiring this thing directly into telephones and calling up people I knew and talking to them with the echo effect and of course calling up people I didn't know and talking to them with the echo effect. Usually they could barely understand me because there was this crazy hum on the line probably because this thing isn't supposed to be compatible with telephones. But the cool thing about this Echoplex is that not only does it make echoes, but there's a tape inside, you know, like a magnetic tape that loops around, and that's how the echo effect is created. There's actually one tape on one side that reads the audio coming in, and there's a head on the other side that plays it back, and you can adjust the head back and forth to change the rate of the echo. So what I'm thinking is very possible, since I used to use this thing to make prank calls, the tape that's inside of this thing might have some old prank calls for me in it, probably from 1989 or 1990. It won't be the earliest thing I played on this show, but it's kind of close. So I'm going to hook this thing up and attempt to plug it into my mixer. And then we're probably going to be disappointed because the entire tape will just be empty, which is actually the most likely thing to happen. It's either going to be empty or it's going to have someone else's stuff on it. Probably my dad playing his guitar because I'm just kind of assuming that this thing is sat here unused for the past 30 years, which is possible, but probably not very likely. Someone has to have done something with this over the past 30 years, right? So let's get started with that. I'm going to set some things up here, and I'll be back in exactly one second, ready to make this thing go. Okay, so here we go. I'm opening the machine. I've opened it already. I've looked around at it and stuff. I really want to take the top off of it and look at the tape inside and maybe see if there's a, a you know, like minutes long that it is. But I remember my dad saying it was two minutes, which is too short for a song. So what's the point? Wow, this thing smells like the past. I guess it's got tubes in it, so it's probably not even going to work. But I mean, it worked in, I don't know, 1990, probably. Might have been the last time I used it. It's got an old-fashioned cord and plug to plug in. Looks like the kind of thing that's a fire hazard. I'm not going to plug it in yet because this thing does not have a power button that I know of. I don't think, anyway. And the controls, I don't know, there's a couple jacks for a foot switch, on and off, playback. There's a knob that says echo repeats on it. There's a cool 50s looking light for uh, recording, it lights up. There's a knob that's missing, but I can still turn it. Um, you know, it's the balance between the live instrument and the echo. Just like on my VT3, I'm going to switch that over to echo. And the knob that says echo repeats, it seems to have an off position. There's like a one through nine, and then down at the bottom, it clicks like I'm turning it off. And I don't want echo. And then over here on the right, we have a switch 
that selects between either echo or sound on sound. And I'm now remembering that sound on sound is the setting you want to put it on if you want to record the entire tape and then play back the entire tape while you record again. I don't know if you can just do like infinite recording with that. So echo, sound on sound. I don't know if you guys can hear the switch. I've got it on sound on sound. I'm pulling out the quarter inch jack and plugging it in to the mixer. It didn't make any clicking sounds when I did that, but it's also not plugged into the wall yet. There's like a little side compartment here that has a bunch of crap in it, like Q-tips and... Oh, gross. Used Q-tips. I mean, used for the machine. And holy shit, look at this. Also in the side compartment is an old microphone of mine. A realistic microphone that I bought when I was a teenager, probably. It has the cheap plastic stand and everything. It's got a quarter-inch mic jack. That's pretty cool. It's kind of gross-looking. It's got, like, dust balls all over it. And hey, look! There's a screwdriver in here, so I could actually take this lid off if I wanted to. There's also an important-looking piece of copper in here that could be something to do with a tape head. And there's a guitar pick. But yeah, that piece of copper, um, that might mean this thing doesn't work. I don't know. Okay, so here we go. I'm getting ready to plug this thing into the wall. Or, I mean, into a power strip. It's probably going to blow a fuse. There's a bunch of noise coming through it since I plugged it in, but nothing's happened with the machine. Like, it's not responding at all, so maybe I need to turn this echo repeats knob on. Or maybe this thing's just broken. I don't know. But here it goes. I'm turning this knob on. I was right. The tape just powered up. I can feel it moving in there, but I hear nothing. So I'm just going to sit here for, I don't know, two minutes, see if anything plays. I'm going to put the volume halfway between instrument and echo, even though I think only echo is important. This thing's probably empty. This whole experiment is pointless. Oh, the tape's not moving. Oh, wait a minute. There's a red button in here underneath the cover, the metal cover of this. And when I press it, it stops the motor from spinning and it turns off the recording light. But something's wrong with this because the tape is not moving. Listen to this. That's me manually moving the tape. So I think that means something's on this tape, but I'm going to have to take this thing apart and see if I can make it work. Wait, let me hit the echo button. No, that doesn't do anything. It's just not moving. Darn it. But here, let's see if you guys can hear this. Probably not. Um, there's a motor in there. I can feel it moving, but maybe the tape is just, uh, you know, come unspooled or something. I'm going to turn this off, and I'm going to take this apart. All right, I played around with the machine a little bit, I took it apart, you know, I pulled it out of the casing, and it turns out that the rubber belt thing is not broken on it. It's just really loose, but maybe it's supposed to be like that. I don't know. I know over the years that happens in tape players and stuff. They get loose or they just break. But it turns out the problem actually was that um, the input jack on this thing has a cover over it, like a metal switch type cover. And the tape will not roll until you push the metal cover over, and it's held open by a microphone being plugged into it. So we're going to give this another try. I'm going to turn it on right now. There it goes. 
We're getting some hum from the machine. Whoa, it's like slowly coming up because the tubes are heating up, I guess. Maybe I should give it a second. Anyway, here it goes. I'm going to pull the cover over, plug in an old microphone. Obviously isn't prank calls, you guys. There we go. I think my dad recorded over my shit. What the hell, dad? This is kind of cool, though. For me, anyway. Oh, here we go. It's picking up. Here's where the song really takes off. I wonder if this is loopable. Gotta make a loop of this. Play it on the rest of today's show. Or, I don't know, I guess today's show might be kind of over. Since there's no prank calls to explore. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been your host, Brad, and this has been yet another exciting episode of Brad's Cactus Shack. I love how it sounds kind of warbly because of the tape. Wait, is it starting over? Maybe. It's hard to tell. Oh, wait. Was that the end of the tape? I think that was the end of the tape. I think that's where the tape looped. Maybe. I guess what I want to do now, though, is just kind of play around with the machine, see what it can do. I haven't touched this thing in a really long time, so I really just don't remember. So, I am going to, I guess, turn this microphone off, because I don't have a way to plug this into the Echoplex. I'm going to have to use this old Radio Shack microphone from the 1980s, which I just put a new battery in, and it seems to work pretty good.
How about now? How about now? Oh man. oh man, I don't know how much we're going to be able to test this thing. Because there's either... Because there's either a short in the microphone jack for this old microphone, or it's in the Echoplex itself, in the input jack. So I'm having to, like... Whoa, hold, hold down the microphone jack, like, you know, push down really hard on the edge of it, and every time I move my finger a little bit, it messes up like, like that. So, uh, this is it. I have the echo knob over on number one, I think. I don't know, it's kind of dark up here, and it's hard to see because I can't move my hand off of this thing. But if I put it up, it's the echo repeats knob. I can do this. I guess I don't want to do that, but there's a slider knob up here that'll move around while I talk, which is pretty crazy. Oh man, I'm going to have to give up on this. But you get the idea. There, I made the echo repeats knob up a little bit. There's the echo delay at 25, I don't know, 25 watts. But it actually moves the tape head up and down. And that's what makes the echoes. And that's why it's being all weird when I move it around while talking. My dad's probably going to ground me if he ever hears this episode. So, so that's pretty much it. Pretty if I turn on the sound on sound switch, switch test this thing, that's me talking in the past. I don't think you can even hear me if I put it on sound on sound for some reason. But that's where it plays the old tape, and I can talk over it, and it will record it onto the tape while keeping the existing recording on the tape. And I guess you can just do that forever and ever and ever. And by the way, I figured out it's a three-minute long tape. Approximately three minutes. So I think I'm done with my experiments on this thing. It's pretty cool. I think I like my T3 better, even though I can move the tape head up and down. Probably ruin the tape in the process. Sorry, Dad. Okay, the Echoplex is turned off now. Well, I mean, it's not turned off. I'm letting it run for three or four minutes so I can erase all that stuff I just did and avoid pissing off my dad someday in the future when he decides to try this thing out and hears me talking about how I'm probably destroying the tape. I don't want any trouble. But instead of using the microphone that I usually record on, the XLR microphone that plugs into my mixer, I've plugged in my old realistic microphone into the mixer. And that's what I'm talking on now. It actually doesn't sound too horrible. I figured this thing would sound like crap because it looks like crap. It's hexagon shaped. And it takes a AAA battery. How can this possibly sound good? But it does, I think. I'll probably be editing and hating myself for using this later. So what's the rest of this episode going to be about? It can't just be that, right? The Echoplex? The anticlimactic Echoplex, which didn't have any of my old stuff on it. Just had the guitar playing on it, which you're hearing right now. I'm going to make a loop of that and put it in the background. Probably. So that's probably what you're hearing right now. 
you know what? I'm feeling nostalgic now. I mean, I'm playing around with an Echoplex from the 1950s, which I probably haven't used since about 1990. I've kind of felt like with this show, what I've been secretly trying to do to you, the listener, is what Tim Henson from the Distorted View podcast calls a test of patience. And I'm just making these episodes more and more ridiculous and unbearable and turning them into something that nobody would listen to. Like, I believe on the most recent one, which I haven't even posted on the website yet, but I spent something like an hour, maybe it wasn't that long by the time I finished editing, but I spent an hour reading paperwork. Seriously, that's what the last episode was. I need to post that on the website right now. It's only on the Patreon. But yeah, an hour of me reading paperwork. And what have previous episodes been? We've had episode 11, the one about my TRS-80 color computer, where I played a cassette tape from 1986 filled with all kinds of exciting things, like me and some kid I babysat for getting ready to make prank calls to Domino's with a computer. Before that, we had Small Talk in Salina, Ohio, where I called people in Salina, Ohio, and I didn't prank call them, I just talked to them. They were like almost pranks, but not quite. There was the Skunk Works conspiracy video, where I basically just played a YouTube video and talked over it. Why are any of you still listening? Anyway, I'm about to outdo myself with this kind of material. I know something that should be perfect to review in this episode. It's a piece of old media, and it sort of relates to the Echoplex. It's another thing off of a cassette tape. You remember we played that cassette tape from 1986 last time? Well, this time, we're going to go all the way back to 1985. If I were back at home right now, I would play the cassette tape I have of this. For some reason, I've kept it. But about 12 years ago, I converted this thing over to my computer, and it's been sitting on there ever since... It's just one single file of a cassette tape. But back in 1985, I had this next-door neighbor named Sarah. And we became pretty good friends, maybe the year before, or that year, I don't really remember. All I know is that we used to walk around after dark, mostly just on our block, and terrorize the neighborhood. You know, set fires, knock on doors and run, unscrew people's light bulbs, sneak around people's houses, look into windows... You know, normal kid stuff. I think I was in fifth grade at the time, and she was in seventh, I guess. At some point, we decided to make a tape for her friend Lois. Lois was an adult, somebody that worked at her church or something, and we used to record lots of things onto tape, or I did anyway. Well, I guess we both did, and this is one of those tapes, one of the surviving tapes. That's what we're going to listen to. This thing is an hour long, or that's how long the file is anyway, an hour and three minutes. So it's probably a 60-minute tape. And I've actually never listened to this before. I've listened to maybe 10 minutes of it. I've skimmed through it once or twice. But after a few minutes, I'm just like, wow, this is really boring. Why am I listening to this? And I turn it off, much like that 1986 tape that I played a few shows ago. So maybe you want to listen to this. Maybe you don't. Maybe you should just tune out at this point. Because seriously, this is going to be an hour of really hard-to-listen-to audio, probably. I'm guessing, you know, the tape quality isn't the best. And really, how interesting is this even going to be, even if you can hear it that good? So my suggestion is for you to just tune out at this point. Don't listen to this. You already had to deal with the Echoplex failure debacle. Just cut your losses and tune out. Do exactly what I've been doing for the past 30 years, and don't listen to this tape. You don't want to hear it. You've been warned. Okay, here it goes. I am starting the tape right now. Oh, and before I start the tape, sorry, false alarm, I just need to mention that I am completely upping the nostalgia factor on this since I don't have the original tape here in Illinois with me. 
It's back in Oregon right now. But I am playing the MP3 from my tablet through an app called Cassette Player, as in cassette. It looks like a cassette tape. And you can choose all these different kinds of classic cassette tapes from the 70s and 80s and 90s. And it spins around and looks just like a real cassette tape. And there's even little sound meters that look very 80s. I've got this thing sitting here in front of the Echoplex while I listen to it and talk on my 1980s realistic microphone while sitting here in my old room. So here we go. Here it goes for real this time. Lois, me and Brad dedicate... Well, not really dedicate. We make this tape just for you to listen to on your way, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. It's a good thing to listen to. So that's Sarah. That's not me. But you'll notice that I sound pretty much just like her to cheer you in 1985. Or to uh, put you down or whatever. All we're going to do is we're going to walk around like we always do. And you're going to be here with us. Okay? We're thinking of you as the tape recorder. Doesn't that make you feel good? Well... Well, I got to shoot. Look, our initials got washed away in the rain. Hey, Lois. Lois, you're supposed to say what? Okay, that's better. Oh, uh, yeah, good one, Brad. Uh, 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 hi, Lois. That's me. My voice is higher than hers. Well, if you didn't know, we're now walking on the blacktop. Oh, no, you're walking with us. Over by the church van. The church van. Do you guys remember the church van from the Dino Allsman prank calls? For a couple of decades, there was a church van parked in this parking lot, which we called the Blacktop for some reason. And I told Dino that we were inside the van with a bunch of equipment, and we've been monitoring him for years, pointing satellite dishes at his house and stuff. Very interesting creature that night. Hey, Sarah. I'm going to break the walk through. Go ahead. Let's go. So that would be me uh, shaking the fence violently for some reason. I think I said I'm going to go break the lock on it, the fence at the church. Police car, take cover! <laughs> Man, he's so down. And there's always a lot of that, a lot of police car take cover. That was every night. Anytime we saw a police car, we ran. If we got really lucky, they would chase us. That was awesome. But they'd never catch us. We knew all the best hiding spots. He heard me. He heard me scream. Probably. Uncle, gum wrappers away. Did you chew all of that? Brand. I need some more. But did you chew all of it seriously? No. Good. What? One of these? No. I need another reason. Hey, we're going to I remember. Remember when I stuffed Maynard it? Remember whenever I walked through this garbage in my house? She thought. A blue bite man. Whatever. Hey, look, my grandma and grandpa. We're still on the black cup, man. Oh. oh, my grandma and grandpa's here. They looked at me strange when I went in. Oh, oh cool. cool. Billy and Jamie, don't worry about it. Let's go. Hi, Billy. Hi, Jerry. Don't oh, mad. Hey, let's go. You're my grandpa from here. So we're now three minutes in, and I'm pretty sure I've already deleted at least a minute and a half of this. So don't worry. I think this hour is going to go by really quick, because most of this is just us rambling about nothing at all. That's cruise, man. Uh, I'm walking through. Yeah. 
I know, I know, lady. We swallowed a spider. <laughs> I know, woman. She swallowed a fly. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Oh, great. Nursery rhymes. This is going to be great. I know, I know, lady. She swallowed a spider. That wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside her. She swallowed a spider to catch the fly. But I don't know why she swallowed a fly. I can't talk with someone else. You can hear my mom laughing. Yes, we do. We're not going to sing that song anymore because it's ignorant. We'll sing it for you later. Uh, yeah, good logic there. We sang it too much the other night. Edith was standing out on the blacktop with her husband. They were out here listening to us sing it. Well, the moon's high, so am I. The stars are out and so alive. Be pretty soon. Roger Miller. Well, I can tell you're mad at me because here you stand telling me goodbye. No, that you can't go. I love you so much. Can't let you get away. But come the dawn and it'll dawn on me, you're gone. Love, don't leave me. Don't leave me standing here. The ground is cold and chilly, really. Don't leave me charming, Billy. The way I help, you help. Well, the moon is high, so am I. Get that one. Stars are up. So will I be pretty soon. Okay, Lois, if you didn't know it, which you should, we are now walking in front of the church. Here, right now, in front of the educational building. Well, almost. I'm going towards the... One, two, three. Now we're on the concrete in front of the educational building. Now we're on the sidewalk. We're slowly coming close to the tree in front of the little sign that blocks people from reading it. Now we're... So that was a Roger Miller song. There were a lot of vinyl records around this house when I was a kid, and one of them was Roger Miller. Me and Sarah listened to it a lot. And that's why you hear a couple of kids singing about being high right now. Now we're walking past the little sidewalk that leads to the elevator. Now we're going to stop and sit on the church steps. Wow, this is riveting stuff. It's a flying saucer. Did you do that? It's going to land on us. They come down and suck all our guts up. Man, the police have been bugging me tonight. I don't know why. I've seen too many of them around this area. They've been watching the church a lot, though. I don't know if you caught that, and I don't know why I'm able to even decipher this stuff, but what happened there was me chewing gum really loud, directly into the microphone, and Sarah scolding me, and then me assuring her that I would act normal. So apparently, and I don't remember this, but apparently I was a pain in the ass to hang out with back then. What?
She tells me I'll something surely does. The church is all dark. One come on. Los. Your initials are on this here tree. With um what's his name, Ron? But we aren't gonna tell you which tree on. It's on. Here comes the car, Brad. We gotta get out of here, man. Now, we're right back by your office. Hold on, I gotta stop and tie my shoe again. There's one bad thing about my running shoes, they always come untied. Yeah. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Seriously, what are we gonna do? We're bored, I'm bored. What are we gonna do? Hi, Kitty. Since you're not homeless, we ain't got nothing to do. We ain't got nobody to follow. Write notes, too? I can pick it. What are we gonna do? Well, we could do something with my grandma and grandpa's suburban. <clears throat> That's great. We can do something to her grandma and grandpa's suburban. We used to screw with cars all over the block. I don't know how anyone didn't know it was us or why they didn't tell us to cut it out. Look out for the cops. You see us over there and yell at it. Hey, do that! Well, Echo! Try it. Do it. What do you do with your arms? What do you do with your arms? Your arms. Oh crap. Um, that's it. Turn the other way. Go. Move car. Go. 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 Oh. Woo. Ah. <laughs> okay. Oh, get out of my life. Oh, 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 all right, there's us running from the cops oh, for probably no reason at all, just in hopes that they would chase after us. Not my idea of fun. Lois, <laughs> you're with me. <laughs> here comes Brad. Hurry, Brad, get over here. I guess we got separated while fleeing from the cops. If he sees us over there, he could ask us what we're doing. For what? It's okay, I got the tape recorder off. Ugh, what a fucking liar. Guess not. You fall. Yell to me where he goes. My shoe came in tight again. Where'd the truck go? I wonder if he got in trouble for something. So I guess we saw a cop chasing a truck, maybe? Guess what, Lord? Yeah. Oh, hell up. Guess what? Yeah. This police car was coming one day on the road, and the truck was coming the other way. Oh, here we go. The truck got stopped. Play by play. For some by me. Stupid reason. Sir. Ran It's the cops! Get out of here! Make us look suspicious. And... And then Brad sat over there in front of the white door with the cop's light sitting right on him. <laughs> and I went, Hey, do that. And I just kind of trailed off. The truck oh. started going the way he was going. The police car speeds down, turns left, and goes, Wait. Wow. Okay. 
sound effects. That's great. The door's open. Look at the bird. Look at the way he walks. Hi, kitty. I'll say. You drove. Don't. But I don't want to die yet. Oh, he's a bum. Bum, 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 bum. Well, the moon is hiding, so alive, the stars are out, and so alive, be pretty soon. I can tell you're mad at me, cause there you stand, telling me goodbye. I say no, you can't go, love you so much, I can't let you get away. But come the dawn, and it'll dawn on me, you're gone. Dick move, Brad. Okay, what are we gonna do? Dick move. Okay, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Seriously. What do we normally do? Oh, let's go walking. Yeah, walking. You know that song, Sarge? Go walking. Me and Kim were singing that. Me and Kim knew that, and we were singing it in PE when we were running this house and we were getting mad at us for singing it. Okay. Okay, we gotta find Let's walk around the house. We have to get our sticks. Okay, you know, we'll walk down. Sticks. We had walking sticks. What type of quarter? Just so you know, sticks, you know, big sticks. So we could walk around. Gotta have a stick when you walk. Are we gonna walk around the half of the block, bike path, or what? Let's walk up and see John's kittens. I gotta get my sticks out. So we're talking about visiting John's kittens. My BFF John Seaver. What happened to the other ones? Oh, are always having kittens at their house. Hey, look, there's a cat. Strange cat. Where's my, where's my stick? I don't know. I don't have a stick. Ain't your stick babysitter? Yes, you do. It's in there. Remember? In fact, I know where it's at. <laughs> All right, I can tell by the acoustics we're inside the garage now. Kicking shit around. I need one. Hey, got one. We're looking for sticks, apparently. I guess we kept our walking sticks in the garage. Hey, that's my good stick. It's my, it's Shut up! It's mine now. You didn't want it. It's 
life, right? So walking sticks were just, you know, tree branches. No, it's kind of wood. It's like a broomstick. Oh, okay. oh maybe it's a broomstick. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Pulls like this. Hand. Here we go, Nazi formations. Cooper's turning green. Somebody fit in his canteen. Sergeant Cooper's turning green. Somebody peed in his canteen. Sergeant Cooper's turning green. Somebody pooped in his canteen. Sergeant Cooper's turning green. Somebody in his canteen. Ran out of creativity there. I got a new one. I got a new one, Brad. I can't wait to hear what happens next. You getting? This is compelling stuff. See up there? See up there, Brett? See up there? Is he up there? Is she talking about the cats? John Seaver's cats? Is that what this is? So just think, well, John Seaver and his family were inside the house, probably sleeping. We were prowling around on their porch, looking for their cats, probably walking around their house, peeking into windows. Is Oz the one that likes playing in the engine? No, they all like to play in the engine. Oz put it on away. I don't know. He might have been under the dumpster, It was last week. No, I can't tell what words. Look, our cat is always afraid to come down here. I know. He did one time he came down here with me. Nobody saw the kitten. See, look, he's scared. You try to pet him and he runs off. Kitty, 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 kitty. Might be the stick. Wait, it's loaded. loaded. Look for crickets. Yeah, it's the stick. So full of crickets. What are those? They look like egg molders. Oh. All right, cat, come on, cat. But I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. So we're running away for some reason. I have no idea why. Oh, I'm freezing. Well, I gotta stop for a minute, but I hope they're not home. Yeah, they are. Yeah, right up here. Oh, I'm cold. We never did. Whose car is that? Some people staying with Miss Goodman. Hi, okay. Kat. Well, just now got home. We are the strangest people. So at this point on the tape, we're 19 minutes in. I'm sure I've never made it this far into the tape before, listening on my own. I get really bored by this point and turn it off. That is a cat follow us. He sneaks up behind us like he's oh, like no. sneaking. I'm sure I've skimmed through it a little bit. but Strange. Now I think I know why we call him Spy. Actually listening straight through, this is a record for me. There are lights on over at the Holtz. Holy shit. That's amazing. Lights at the Holtz. <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about lights at the Holtz. The tape's off now, Brad. Oh, wow. Wow. What a liar. I'm serious about the block party next year. I don't know what we're going to do. So Sarah is lying to me about the tape being off. 
and trying to get me to, to talk about stuff on tape. Your mom wouldn't do it unless we paid her to. If we paid her to, we could pay her all the club money. <laughs> you owe your dues this month. So do I. No, yeah. I owe mine Yeah, we had month. a club. I had dues. No, I owe mine I in November. Yeah. I don't know. I have to check the records. I'm pretty sure Sarah was extorting money from me. Who? Your mom? With the club funds. I never saw any of that money again. The Holtz. They would put up Christmas lights every year. You know, like around their fence. They had a chain link fence in their front yard they'd put up christmas lights on the chain link fence and i would use a bb rifle you know a little pellet gun because this is back in the days of those giant light bulbs where you'd shoot one out and they all go out i would shoot one out from my basement window and make them all go out i thought it was hilarious to shoot out their christmas lights i did so many horrible things to the holtz and i think they always knew it was me upside down on the oven on accident oh yeah that's pretty interesting was that the first time we went up there or the third? What? Was that the first time that we went up on her roof for the third? I know it wasn't the second. No, first, first, first. First? We're talking about going up on her roof. Can I walk around? I'm pretty sure we're full of crap. Uh, hold on. We never went on her roof. I don't know if my legs okay, can so take it. Butt swing, right? Butt split. Make like a banana and split. Make like a tree and leave. Make like a bee and bug off. God, gosh, what is it? Kids walking down the alley. Come on. Let's get out of here, man. Kids walking down the alley. Run away. Over the fence. Over the fence. Who wants it? Wait, my shoe's on top. Jumping over a fence because kids are coming down the alley. Who was it, Brad? They're college kids. College kids. Yeah, right. College kids. False alarm. Yeah, you ignorant. Okay. I'm just an asshole, apparently. Can you stay out tonight? Batman. What was Batman and Robin called when they got run over by a steamroller? I don't know. What was it called after they got run over by a steamroller? Batman and Ribbon. <laughs> we had to do that. We had to work that stupid thing out in math. You know, do the little problems with it. Math. And I got I was the first one then because I knew the answer to it. All I had to do was write the numbers of <laughs> The teacher goes, where is your work? In my head. <laughs> Why would you want to do a stupid thing like that? Do you have any soda? Sorry. No beer tonight. <laughs> I did that the other night. Did you find... Oh, no. Hey, a paninkle. Did you see a paninkle? No, I didn't see a paninkle! You guys know what a paninkle is? It's when a car is coming down the road. There's only one headlight. Okay. And if they're missing a taillight, it's a peduncle. If they're missing two headlights, it's an inkle peduncle. If missing two taillights, it's an uncle peduncle. How dry I am. How dry I am. How dry I am. How dry I am. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's a song about being drunk that we learned from cartoons. 
I could be lying in alone instead. I'm sleeping double in a single bed. I told me a dream, but I'd only be sorry. Leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> it has to be in the middle so no cars can get by. In the middle so no cars can get by. I'm putting shit in the middle of the alley to block cars from coming through. God, you won't stand up. Just leave it. I just leave it. Because that's always fun. Oh no, it's a frog. No idea what I'm putting in the alley. Probably something from somebody's trash. I keep getting a creepy feeling. Somebody's watching us. Ooh, it's that. Or someone's trash can. Oh, I know how that song goes. We had to sing it one time. That's yeah, it goes. When I come home at night, I lock my door real tight. People call me on the phone. I'm trying to avoid. Whether they don't even like me or am I just paranoid. When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair. Wash. So I might open my eyes and find Miss Baird standing there. <laughs> I always feel like Miss Baird is watching me. And I have no Miss Baird was our math teacher. Calm down. I saw her cry in front of the whole class once. It was hilarious. It's called a trash bag. Trash. Oh, the crickets are in there, Brad. Behind it. Come on, let's go. Come on. The cat's going to get blamed for that. You know it. Apparently I'm beating the shit out of a trash bag with my stick. My walking stick. Where are we going to go? Nobody. All right. There's a break in the tape. There's a bunch of empty blank space here right now. No idea why. I'm sure it'll pick up at some... Oh, this is probably where the tape flips over. She probably saw that the tape was getting near the end and went ahead and stopped it, fast-forwarded it, got it ready for the other side, but I still hear tape noise, so I don't know. So we're halfway through. We're at 30 minutes and 39 seconds, according to the counter on this MP3 player on my tablet. That's good to know. I'm waiting for it to start up again. It's taken forever. Maybe this is a good time to take a quick break. Any minute now. It's going to start back up with side two. Side two of the summer of 1985. Here it comes. Here we are. Side two. Just think. I wonder if I can clean up any of this noise. I probably don't want to. Uh Uh-oh. Something happened. Our noise disappeared. I can hear us in the background, though. Or maybe I'm hearing the other side of the tape backwards. Maybe. I hear very faint singing. Why is it so low? I got pooped out. Alright, there we go. It's coming back. Okay, what's, what's the song we both know? Probably just because it's an old tape. I ain't coming home tonight. I ain't coming home tonight. I ain't coming home tonight. My soul is just a dead moon. Hey, uh, Kathleen's supposed to go. No! She always said no. Wow. Then it's awful. I found me a new food to drink. Stop Stop chewing my gum. Come on. 
I found me new food to drink. I found me new food to drink. Come on. I found me new food to drink. And I found myself a new home. I think. Well, I'm coming home tonight. I'm coming home tonight. I'm coming home tonight. So that's the new news, right? Water in the well at home is bad. Water in the well at home is bad. Water in the well at home is bad. She gives me what a luck I ain't never had. I ain't coming home tonight. I ain't coming home tonight. I ain't coming home tonight. Vitamins. It's always just in a Goodbye, woman that I don't love. Goodbye, woman that I don't love. Goodbye, woman that I don't love. I found another that I can't love enough. So I ain't coming. Home tonight. Home tonight. Home tonight. Home tonight. Sweet sour. What kind did you get? What color did you get? Green. I had one little ball of gold and part of it went down my throat and had, I hadn't chewed it all the way. Oh. I could still taste it. I think we're eating sweet tarts. We always called those drugs. Mommy, I know what hamburger for dinner. Shut the gram back in the meat grinder. <laughs> Man, huh? Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Too bad boys don't. So that interruption in the tape right there was made by the subject of summer of 1986 in a previous Brad's Cactus Shack. I recognize her voice. She came in and fucked up some of last year's tape. What the hell? Me, you, and Kathleen. For about a month, we all sat out here and sang songs on the porch, and I was like, yes. I was fun. Yeah. And Kathleen got mad, because every time she left, I said, good riddance. Ah, go home. And stuff like that. Go play and drive it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't tell it to a little kid, though, because a little kid might. Listen to <laughs> I can see it all now. I can just... You got the car! <laughs> Kids dying in traffic. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Alright, something happened. We're running away really fast. The bottles are what? Probably saw headlights coming. They're coming. Down the alley. Stay low. <laughs> Stay low. Yeah. He had his light on our swing right where we were sitting. Oh, he had his light on our swing. I guess it's a cop. I don't like this. He had his light on me. Turning his spotlight on us. And on the swing. Apparently we're singing too loud. I'm just okay. I'm getting out of here. Get out of here! Get out of here! Doesn't seem like we're being very quiet about getting out of there. I don't like this idea at all, Brad. I'm shaking my like back. Okay, don't leave me out here! Okay. Oh, so it looks like it's you and me. I'm shaking, man. I don't know why. <laughs> shaking. Whatever. She needs to narrate. Tell us what just happened. What's new in your life? All I know is we ran away. Besides nothing. Oh, man, I'm all freaked out now. Where the fuck did I go? Did that fall out? Did you put it back in whenever it fell out? Or? Oh, I'm still shaking. Thing was moving too when he went by. It's a good thing that I noticed that the that the cop car was coming. I saw it. I saw the light. So it was a cop. I was like, wait, that day. He probably somebody probably called the police on us because we were making so much noise. 
spread the boxes out. That's <laughs> <laughs> why the car stopped. That's probably why it was shining his light around, too. It's because he was wondering if there were people around here who set it up. Let's sit down again. Look out for lights, though. I think she's referring to whatever I put into the alley earlier in the night. I'm cold now. Cops are going to crack this case. <laughs> the police didn't help me much either. The case of who put something in the middle of the alley. But I went in the warehouse. Did you see that though? He shined it right on the swing, and then he shined it into the garage, and then he shined it back. The swing was probably moving still. We jumped off of it and ran away. Shut the garage door. That way, if he comes by again, the garage door will be shut, and I'll think we've been in. Go shut the garage door. Don't oh. I can't help it, Brad. It's called nerves. We're doing psychological warfare on the cops. Shutting the garage door. Sarah, if he comes, don't run, or he think we're suspicious, or we'll think we did something or something like that. Telling that we're just running for the heck of it. Telling we're afraid of police cars. We're allergic to police cars. I'd say If he starts shooting us, we'll say, Don't shoot! My dad's on the phone! What? Don't shoot! My dad's making a long distance call! Oh, he is. Car! Brad, don't! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a heart attack one of these days. I, I don't want to hear no more. God. You're the only one that does that kind of stuff to me besides Kathleen did it to me all the time. Um, you're ready to go every time. Yeah, I know, I am. But the policeman just ran over that box. No, Brad, look at it. Did you see it's still standing up? You know how, you know how if we would have hit that, how we hit that thing with the stick, it'd fall? Mm-hmm. Unless he probably would have had to go around it. How could he? It's the garage and the fence. <laughs> In case it's not obvious, I keep acting like someone's coming, making her jump up to run. I know you didn't do it. I knew you went, because I just did it. Basically, just being a huge jerk. <laughs> but I was, where were you over there in the grass? I was where he could see. Yeah? What? Okay. Sarah's getting called in. Just checking. She's checking. Yeah, we got here. Oh, just checking. I wonder if the tape on the front porch is still going. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? I wonder if the tape on the front porch is still going. She's trying to convince me that she left the tape recorder on the front porch. No, not that. I'm not at all. I was I'm over it. That freaked me out when that light went right in my eyes. Well, I saw him. What the hell? I feel violated. You know, that's not the bad part. That didn't bother me a bit because whenever we were over there, I thought, well, you know, he's just going down the alley checking the church. Because, you know, they have the people, they have cops driving around the church all the time because how many times it's been broken into. But um, I thought, well, he's just checking up on the church. But whenever I saw him driving down there, and then I saw the spotlight, and it was over there toward the church, and I thought, well, he's just checking the church, and over on the side of the church. And then when he shined it on your swing and in your garage for about five... Brad. I... <laughs> that was his That was a siren. <laughs> Let's go hide in the canoe. 
that was another siren. He's pulling someone over, I bet. Oh, we're hearing sirens in the background now. <gasps> Shit's getting real. All right, this is what we need to take. Killers! That'd be funny if they could Whatever, when I saw that spotlight, I was about to die. I really was. I'm surprised I didn't die right then and there. Drama queen. Creatures crawl and everything. No, a creature's crawling to terrorize your neighborhood. <laughs> In this neighborhood, we're the creatures that crawl. <laughs> <laughs> we're the ones that terrorize our neighborhood. Man, you sound drunk. Cute. <laughs> I did that one. Come on, then, so real. To terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever. Neighbor jacket. <laughs> Hey, it's Michael Jackson before he was a weirdo. That really freaked me out, Brad. I'm about ready to die right now. But did he shine that? Where was, was he over on Bowman when you, the light hit you? Or was he down? He was over on Bowman. So I thought. So I don't think he saw me because the light came right on me. It came right on me too. Were you standing up? Yes. He's standing up next to the gate, getting ready to come back to the swing. Were you coming back to the swing? I thought you were going back towards the other gate. People, Fred, I'm really freaked out. So I don't know. Why? Yeah, so that's the guy, I think. It'd be great if they came speeding down here. Just think. And if they weren't out looking for us, and they were out looking for some other guy, that other guy could be. What if they're looking for two kids that were smoking dope or something? Smoking dope. And, uh, Don't worry about it. It's probably the guy they're looking for. Just think, the kids are that guy. Could be out here, but could have been out here with us any time tonight. If they came down in Sally and thought he was over here. He could I know, I heard them kids over there. He could the Alex when I said false alarm. Ah, again. Somebody's overwriting the tape from the previous year. Oh my god, is this it? Is it over? Because 1986 girl is erasing 1985 girl? What the hell, 1986 girl? Okay, here we go. We're back. Everything's fine. Stop panicking. We've got a whole six minutes left. Let's go get the tape of and play that tape. I have a nickel left of my dollar. You know what I do? I, I take my wallet. I take my wallet to school. Mm-hmm. And freeze it. Ah, I take my wallet to school, and I hold the dollar in my hand, but I cover up all the ones on it. And I go up to someone with the dollar in my hand, mm-hmm. always part of it, Sean. Say, did you lose a $10 bill over there in the playground? And they go, yeah. Sorry, this is the one. That was an asshole. This is the light goes off now. Come on, lady. Bye, off. Light! No, I squatted down beside the canoe. One, two, ready, go. We, we just went down a but we got a puppy. But we must warn you, it's for the puppy. It does not clean clothes, and it only stains them. It is the worst detergent made. I love how you need that part. <laughs> it is. It well, is the worst. It is. It has. It is. I go, it is. 
I know, that's what everyone does. It, it is with. the worst. Scope. Look, somebody's in the church because I can see the light on the fence. See the light on the fence? That's if the police car shining a spotlight on it and be a no, lot brighter. That's what people put light across the Wait, um, scope. One, two, three. New improved scope. Only a dope would try it. If you don't believe me, ask the flea that's in it. Buy Atari. Try our new improved poison scope. Guaranteed to kill you in 15 seconds. Or not. And we'll double your money if you return it within 10 seconds. If you don't live. Yeah. We used to write commercial okay. jingles what? What? that weren't very funny. Okay, I ever, ever. I got a good one. I got a good one. Ever what? Ever what? We tried, though. Once there was a little swear, happy as could be. He would sing all day and night, all in harmony. Go ahead. Then when they were working okay. hard, he found something new. It was very different, and it was also blue. Oh, and here's the song we wrote about the Smurfs. Then that night he took it home, strange as it could be. When he showed it to a lot, he said, you dummy. It was a baby bluebird who had lost its way. It has been all that, that, that hot long day. We haven't got it memorized. He was searching for his home all that hot long day. That's it. I remember I read it. Baby, well, you wrote it. No, it wasn't. It was not. The last verse They became the... Oh no! We're not going to hear the last verse. I think the tape just ended. According to the MP3, we have a whole uh, minute and a half left. No, no, it's over. That's it. We made it. We made it through the whole hour. Hopefully you won't have to listen to the entire hour, because I'm going to edit this down a little bit. But man, that was torture, even for me. If you made it this far, congratulations. And you need to rethink your life. What are you doing listening to this? It's me, Brad, again from 2019. A couple months have passed since I recorded all of this. I've gone back to the future from 1985, and I am now back in Oregon. And I just listened to that entire thing again, and I think I managed to shave about 20 minutes off of the runtime of that tape. There was a lot of just walking around and stuff that I couldn't understand, and Sarah just going on and on and on about the police car shining the light on us. And then us talking about doctor's appointments and school and just lots of stuff that I cut out. It's boring. So what have we learned from today's show? I think we learned that you listeners will listen to pretty much anything I put on this feed. If you've made it this far, congratulations on that. And we learned that I've been running from the authorities for at least 30 years now. And that me and my friends used to write songs about the Smurfs and commercial jingles. Both of those jingles were written by me and or John Seaver, but of course I had to teach them to other people as well. It seems like I didn't really get into the extremes that Sarah and I went through every night just to cause problems for everyone, and the total disregard we had for just, I don't know, property lines, I guess, because we'd just creep around everyone's houses, we'd sit on other people's porches and in their swings, we'd climb their trees... We're doing most of this after dark, and we got chased quite a few times by neighbors. We set fires sometimes. I would make what I called bombs, which were these weird, elaborate 3D paper structures filled with various types of materials that would burn, and we'd light them on fire in the middle of the alley. 
Sometimes gasoline involved. One time a bullet was involved. It exploded and didn't kill any of us somehow. I think I mentioned that somewhere before. And we always added fireworks into them. Or we take fireworks apart and take the stuff from inside of them to help make cooler explosions and fires. Uh, we done screw light bulbs all the time. We didn't like bright lights because that would expose us to neighbors that might be looking out their windows. So we wouldn't steal porch lights, we would just unscrew them so that they would turn off. We actually drew very detailed maps of the entire block to help us maximize being a pain in the ass. So the maps would account for like every tree, every tree stump, gardens, fences, the best hiding spots. I wish I had some of those maps left, I made a lot of them. We would use them to plan escape routes and everything and figure out what kind of horrible things we were going to do. And I don't know, it was just our nightly mission to cause problems around the neighborhood. So, yeah, that was my friend Sarah. No idea what she's up to these days. Haven't heard from her since back then. That's probably for the best. I'm still talking on my old microphone, by the way, if anyone cares. Gotta keep the nostalgia factor going. And I've ordered some new tubes for that amplifier. Next time I visit, I'm gonna fix that thing. And also, I'm probably gonna bring some extra cables with me so I can more easily use that Echoplex and hook it into my soundboard without it doing the weird short thing on it. And maybe next time I'm there, I will try making some prank calls with the Echoplex. I think I forgot to mention that I was repeatedly grounded from that Echoplex several times throughout my life. You know, my dad would take it away from me and say, don't ever touch this again because of whatever I was doing with it. I remember one time he walked in on me and my friend Jeff when my room was downstairs. He opened up the door and we're yelling into it and making our voices echo. And I don't think he realized it, but it was hooked up to a telephone. We were prank calling someone at the time, but I think he thought we were just having too much fun and took it away that time. But somehow I usually managed to get it back. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Brad's Cactus Shack. I need to hurry up and end this. I'm sure it's over an hour long at this point. Really, I should have cut this into two different episodes. The Echoplex episode and the Brad and Sarah episode. But whatever. It's too late now. I don't feel like changing anything. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to join me next time for another action-packed episode of Brad's Cactus Shack. Well, the moon is high and so am I. The stars are out and so will I be presumed. And I can tell you're mad at me. There you stand telling me goodbye. And I say, no, you can't go. I love you so much. I can't let you get away. But come the dawn and it will dawn on me, you're gone Uh-huh, love, don't leave me Don't leave me laying here This ground's cold and chilly, really Don't leave your charming Billy Way out here, you help Well, the moon is high so am I The stars are out and so are we're soon But come the dawn and it will dawn on me, you're gone So am I, the stars are out and so will I be pretty soon. I can tell you're mad at me, cause there you stand telling me what. And I say, no, you can't go, I love you so much, I can't let you get away. But come the dawn and it will dawn on me, you're gone. Love, don't leave me. So am I, the stars are out and so will I be